0: Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with Certified Financial Planner Nick Hopwood and Accredited Investment Fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now, let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 123 of the Retire With Confidence podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. Jim, happy Father's Day. Same to you. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. Uh, yesterday was Father's Day, even though that this probably won't be out for like two weeks. But anyway,
1: um, what what was on the agenda for Father's Day this year? Um, we actually, because of some of the rainouts and some of the COVID and delays and so forth, we're still doing flag football. So yeah, we did that too. We had a rainout, so we actually had two flag football games, and they still did the practice. So we had a solid <laughs> three hours at the fields. Uh, Wow! yesterday yeah that okay. reminds me of
0: when I had both kids doing flag and I was coaching <laughs> both teams I was there for four hours practice
1: game practice game with no break you know yeah that was kind of kind it's, of brutal it's, it can be a challenge right yeah yeah but it was turned out to be a nice day and uh, yeah. enjoyed some time with uh, with the family how about you uh, flag football and some boating
0: and some grilling and yes. uh, early to bed yeah yeah I was
1: dragging not a bad day long weekend yeah for sure um any voting for you not this weekend we were uh, if you you know I need it closer so you get the luxury of having it real close I got a I got a little bit of, too much of a drive to
0: every weekend you don't use it the average cost <laughs> per ride goes that is up That's true right because we have a smaller denominator yeah that's a good point <laughs> if you take two rides per day Right, yeah. which oftentimes we will. Yeah. Then the price per
1: ride that, goes down. I think that's the strategy. We're gonna <laughs> unload, reload, take it out, come back. Everybody contest Everybody yeah. get back on. You yeah, know, it helps. Afternoon <laughs> ride makes me feel a little better
0: about. Afternoon ride, dinner, <laughs> sunset cruise. Yeah. Right. There you go. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So at Peak, we believe by providing education and guidance, we can inspire you to make great decisions so you can retire with confidence. And one time this is maybe a year or two ago, a client said to me, I don't want an average financial plan. And I was kind of like, well, I never heard anyone say that before, and, but I liked it, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't, I don't want you to have, have an average financial plan. I want it to be 100%, mm-hmm. right? Like probability of success. So what comes to mind for
1: you if someone says, I don't want an average financial plan? Yeah the first thing i picture when you talk about an average financial plan is you know is everybody who logs into their 401k online and you see the little sunshine or you <laughs> yeah. see the cloudy day or right you see something like that that's telling you you're on track or you're not on track right yeah. and we obviously we're not big believers in that at all but some people think eh, it's telling me i'm doing good i'm sure I, I think I'm it's heresy right. yeah <laughs> they should take those off those reports right it, it, yeah i mean it ignores so much yeah. so much information right but to me, that's what an average financial plan is, right? Or back of the napkin, right? Well, if I do this and this and Social Security is that, should work out, I should be fine, right? There's just not a lot of thought that goes into it, not a lot of, uh, you know, accounting for variables, right? And, and oftentimes, so many things get overlooked when you do that. People think about Social Security, but they don't think about, you know, if it's taxed, how it's taxed, how it, how does it affect it if you're working, right, there's all these different things that, um, can really make that make it look a lot different so I I, I think that's you know we just got to caution people on that back of the napkin financial plan you know average so I think about that the 401k statement with the
0: sunshine and the back of a napkin and I think that's not even a financial plan mm-hmm. right it's worse than average right because in our world right I, I the thing that comes to my mind for average financial plan is you know someone who's know putting 10% into their 401 um, they're they're taking some risks so they're getting some returns mm-hmm. uh, maybe you know maybe they're on a 15-year mortgage and you know mm-hmm. just kind of like checking the boxes but like nothing nothing too amazing mm-hmm. right um, and if you run the, those numbers you know the, the financial plan seems
1: to work right right but it's just good you know it's not yeah. great yeah, you know, that actually reminds me of a, an example I had of a, a prospect I talked to the other day who had some money at another another firm, a big a big firm, right? Like, a, I think it was Morgan Stanley. And Morgan Stanley's idea of a financial plan for this guy was, I don't really worry about it. We'll just take 4% of what you have and that'll be your retirement. That's And I thought, that's amazing. wow, that's that's like sunshine, <laughs> right? That's <laughs> at sunshine level, yeah. pretty much. Yeah,
0: it's just a tiny bit above, if anything. So, so the advice was just take four percent that was the plan yeah well what if what if you have you know five hundred thousand that's a twenty thousand dollar income right you know
1: don't worry about it yeah (laughs) yeah it was really I was uh, I was really shocked to see to hear that like let's say it's two million right Mm -hmm. four percent on two
0: million is eighty thousand what if what if they're spending two hundred
1: thousand per year Right. And people do spend that much, right? Mm-hmm. So sure. what kind of plan is that? Yeah, it's doesn't is that it's just not well thought through, yeah. right? And this guy had goals. It sounds like so it sounds lazy. Yeah, I mean he had goals of buying vacation property or leaving money to a child and all these different goals that are just not accounted for in in something that's so basic like that. Yeah, it's terrible. Mhm.
0: So you know, what what are some things that we can do to be above average? right to make this person happy so they're not having an average plan
1: mm-hmm
0: and and you know you got to take advantage of 401 or Roth 401
1: mm-hmm
0: right and we if we want to be above average we got to max it out right okay uh, we want to have an HSA
1: mm-hmm
0: right and max that out for the triple tax-free benefit right. and maybe the average plan would use that money for medical expenses right but, but Right, the the good to great, the great plan. Mm-hmm. They would leave that money in the HSA, mm-hmm. so it can grow tax free.
1: Right, right. Um, how about uh, Roth conversions? Yeah, looking for the right time to be efficient with when you convert. Yeah, you know, if there's a time, you know, period of time, early retirement, or even just maybe a, a you know a slump in income or something like that, is looking to be efficient with making some conversions and converting. That taxable IRA money at the lowest rate possible that that's a huge uh, opportunity for a lot of people that goes uh, un- unused absolutely mm-hmm. you know what if we have extra
0: money every month after we've done the 401 max out the 401 max out the HSA maybe even max out a Roth IRA mm-hmm. you know should we just spend that money you know what should we do at that point hmm because the average plan
1: might just put it in the bank or assume that it's free to be spent right yeah I mean I think if your goal is to to really maximize and have a, a you know a rock-solid financial plan you use that to get ahead right you you maybe you pay down debt maybe it's not always saving or adding money to another you know a, another uh, investment account but it's paying down debt it's looking for ways to be efficient with with the surplus that you have and I think a, a good plan is to have your mortgage paid off for <clears throat> retirement. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you
0: want to be above aver- you know, really above average and really mm-hmm. let, you know, let's pay it down even more aggressively. Right. I don't care what the rate is. Right? That payment is still a lot in retirement. And if you can say, hey, it's going to be paid off by 65, that's good. Mm-hmm. Very good. But as we've learned in other episodes, maybe we're not able to work till 65. Mm-hmm. due to health or some other reason right right so
1: let's let's aim for quicker absolutely and, and I mean in the in the flip side of that is if it's paid off quicker well now you got an opportunity to take that surplus that was going towards the mortgage and redirect that towards savings yes right and we can exactly. pile up at that point so um, there's a lot of opportunity you know just because money becomes available right because a, a bill is gone or a, you know mortgage is gone doesn't mean you know free reign to do whatever right let's right. let's still look for opportunities to to make wise choices as you know
0: the creep is a powerful force mm-hmm. right so if you're making more and more and you know you're maxing out the 401 and then you just have a lot of money piling up in the bank mm-hmm. now you become accustomed to living at a higher lifestyle which then is a double whammy because now we're gonna need more for later
1: yeah absolutely right? that's a good point. so
0: the the thing is we need more for later but we're not saving and investing because we're spending it now Mm -hmm. and it's a really you know terrible thing yeah it can be a big uh, definitely a trap what about you know consulting and retirement we talked about that a lot last time you know i think a a good financial plan is saying how can i stay healthy too right Mm -hmm. and we know there's health benefits with. Uh, a little bit of work in retirement, or just volunteering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, t- I sent my dad, or my, I think my dad had watched on YouTube the, that episode, and he <laughs> said, eh, "Forget about it. <laughs> like I've had enough yeah. enough work." <laughs> in his defense, like he didn't retire till
1: seventy three. Yeah, he's seventy two. He's still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so um, I get that, but uh you know, if you're sixty two. Right, you could definitely yeah. make a couple bucks, delay social security, right? Like if you're retiring at sixty two, mm-hmm. like the average plan would be no work, social yeah. security at sixty-two. Yeah. Right? And just making withdrawals from the portfolio. But if you want to really go from good to great, let's get some part time income, delay mm-hmm. the social security, let the portfolio grow, and that really is nice in your favor
1: yeah i I was starting to think along those same lines but an average plan is is more of a traditional right it's just take you up you're done you know to the retirement age you stop working and then you, you do whatever right but an above average plan puts you in a position to retire way sooner and to have all these options available to you do i want to scale back the current work i'm doing do i want to stop this work altogether and do some other type of work Right. Or do I want to just take some time off and get back into something in a couple of years? So I think an above average plan gives you that flexibility. Yep, And on that consulting part, part of the whole income 360
0: mm-hmm. conversation that we have, we don't have it enough, quite honestly, where your income at some point in retirement looks like Social Security, maybe a pension, maybe some sort of guaranteed mm-hmm. other inc- other guaranteed source portfolio. Which could be 401, brokerage account, you Mm -hmm. know. But then, what about consulting, right? Mm -hmm. What about uh, you know passive income, Mm -hmm. passive investment income, and that's where you know rental rental real estate comes in, right? Or a franchise, you know.
1: And I'm not recommending any franchises, believe me. But people, some people have success with that. Yeah, but an above average plan has the vision to see that coming. And maybe put you in a position to start buying that rental property while you have some, you know, work uh, while you're still engaged in work full time, right? To set you up for the time where there is no more work. And now that rental income can you can be in a good spot with it, right? Where you're not paying down a mortgage on it, but you've been able to do that because of the, the work income you've had. Absolutely. And the, the book that I uh,
0: often reference is the, the millionaire real estate investor or the million dollar real estate investor, I can't remember, it's Gary Keller, mm-hmm. from Keller Williams. And it was written pre-crash, so it's dated, mm-hmm. but it's fantastic, mm-hmm. right? And one of the things is buy a million. And you do that, you put the money down, and then I think this day and age it's 25% down with the, with the mortgage guidelines now. Mm-hmm. But you know the other 75% is paid off by the tenants, mm-hmm. okay? And the math really works, okay? Mm-hmm. So, that's why we continue to do it. Yeah. Let the tenant pay off the house for you. And if you're, if you're buying it right, like with great terms and, and everything, there's no reason why it can't be on a 15-year mortgage. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're 40 years old, the tenant has it paid off at 55. Yeah. Right? If you're 50, the tenant has it paid off at 65. Mm-hmm. Right? There's, you know, you can be 50 and still start your real estate yeah, career. Yeah, not you too can. late. Yeah, yeah, it's not that's too a good late. Point. So that's passive income, right? That's like a pension. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we got into it is because you know everything um, for us, for my family, is tied to the markets. Mm-hmm. So it was our way of diversifying away from the markets, and uh, and because we don't have a pension, right? It kind of plugs both of those holes. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, you know, a really great way to. to it's not for everyone, but it's a really great way to provide passive income. And I think a lot of people could have success with it.
1: Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. So are you going to do it?
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I will, I'll start looking. <laughs> I like it. Cool. As all right. As so give, As long as you give me Chuck's phone number. Yeah, Chuck can take care of you, right? <laughs> He's on speed dial. I need someone to help with the maintenance because that's not my uh, strong suit. I talk to him almost every day. Yeah. Or at least once a week. Yeah, all right.
0: So, yep. If you want to do the rental real estate, we have all the people we, got with, it we all. can connect you with. <laughs> Speaking of rental real estate, Katie was a guest maybe what was that like ten episodes ago? That mm-hmm. was a good one. And then there's also way back in the day, just me, basically reading an article I wrote talking about the rental real estate and income three hundred and sixty. So it's it's uh, maybe been referenced more than lifestyle creep. Oh wow, maybe. I don't know. Have to get a tally going. Yeah, uh, who, who, who has the time to go back and listen <laughs> to
1: all these things, though, right? So, anything else to add? No, I mean, I think it's I think it's great because it, it challenges you to think further into the future, right? If you say, I really do want a I want a good financial plan, right? It, it, it's thinking into the future and it's being disciplined today and sacrificing today. To do the things necessary to make this, you know, uh, this great financial plan become a reality, and then you have all the flexibility and the freedom uh, that comes along with it. I like that word sacrifice because, you
0: know, you do have to take action to put money away, which means it's
1: money that you can't spend today. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So that is a key factor. Which is hard. It's hard for a lot of people. Very absolutely. Hard. Right. In a consumer-driven world, but mm-hmm. if you. Uh, if that's your goal and you want to live a comfortable retirement and be in great shape, that's the key. Yeah. So uh, thank you for watching and listening.
0: If you would like to have a second opinion and you have a portfolio of 500000 or more, please visit our website, peakwm.com, and book a meeting. Jim and I would love to speak further with you. Thank you. You've been listening to certified financial planner, Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.